Wait. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Double Take Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, and I'm with my co-host, Marissa. That sounds a little shady, by the way. Can I just say, <laughs> when I say co-host, I just mean you're also the host. We're equal. Right, we're co- you're totally, we're co- we're both co-hosts. It's like the office when they're like, we're co-managers like, together. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be like Michael Scott stepping yeah. over your feet. I'm uh, I just want to start this podcast off by saying it's a great time to be a Padres fan. San Diego, the drought is over. We have finally had our first no-hitter in Major League history. Marissa, what was your – I didn't get to watch the game. Did you get a, a chance to catch the no-hitter? I did watch the game. I did watch the game. I Well, I saw – I believe my dad was watching the whole thing. And then around, like, the fifth inning, I started seeing shit on Twitter about, like – you know, something's a brewing, and I was like, what the fuck's going on? So then I look, and I was like, oh, shit. So I saw, like, the second half of the game. Uh, it was really cool. It's a shame it couldn't have happened, like, here, but, I mean, still, it doesn't even fucking matter. You know what else hasn't happened in Padres history? We what? Us World Series. So I right. feel like <laughs> this is a blessing. Finally, you know, yeah. that happened, and now, you know, and am I reading too much into this? Because, again, I'm not great when it comes to the baseball side of things. How good are the Texas Rangers? Because the Padres looked absolutely dominant in this series, Marissa. How good are the Texas Rangers? Are they more bottom of the barrel? The Texas Rangers are not great. But with that being said, though, a no-hitter is still a fucking no-hitter. That's still really <laughs> hard to do. And, honestly, it was he was damn near close getting a perfect game. I believe the only batter he allowed on base was a guy that was hit by a pitch. But other than that, it's not like he like actually walked the guy. So it was like, he was pretty close to getting a perfect game. Um, I mean, either way, like to hit, to pitch a no hitter in general is crazy. So great for him. Um, I don't think you're reading too much into it at all. I think that it's great that he was the one that was able to do it. And also I think it's great that they're like now breaking these like, fucking generational droughts of cool things <laughs> like that so i think because i think this is the closest like this if there's any team that could win the world series that the padres have had it's definitely this one and i think this one is gonna like i think this probably put them over the edge because they're like oh shit like we're actually doing stuff and we're like a week into the season like it's crazy what impressed me is how great the bullpen's been playing i mean two shutouts against yeah. the rangers in the series i mean we're only 10 games in you know we have 152 right. more to go but man, I cannot wait the Padre for the Padres to play the Dodgers. Man, that first series is going to tell everything. Because unfortunately, the pot the Dodgers are still a game up. Man, the yeah. Dodgers still look elite. But man, I mean, I think everyone and and Major League Baseball is probably rooting for the Padres to upset the Dodgers this year. I don't think anyone oh, wants sure. LA back to the. I mean, how nice would it be if San Diego wins a championship? Can we get one guy? Okay, like truthfully, I'm obviously not a podcast fan. I think it'd be really fucking cool. I mean, you got Tati. It'd be great for the MLB too because Tati's the new face for sure. And Mm. oh my god, ticket sales would be insane. That like, because ownership definitely Mm. like they spent a bag. They go, they got Machado. They spent you know a fortune on the bullpen. They're really trying to be the team in San Diego. And yeah. unfortunately for the Chargers, I don't know why I always relate things back to the Chargers. Unfortunately <laughs> for them, bad. dude, if the Padres win a World Series, they're never coming back to San Diego. Because this will Is be like the forgotten. Padres town. Yeah. 
So that'd be really cool. I th- I again, I think if there's any team that the Padres have had in recent years, this is absolutely the time that it would happen for them. And I I, ho- I hope it does. Truthfully, Marissa, do you think there's any chance? And I mean, this is a crazy question to ask. Is there any chance for the Padres to win the NL West this year? There's a chance. I will say there's a chance. Will it happen? I don't know. But they have a better chance than the Giants do. I would 1,000% say there's a chance for them. Do you think the Giants I wouldn't rule that out. Because right now, I mean, again, the only 10 games, I always overthink things when it comes to baseball. They're number three right now. I mean, the Giants, you know, they're over 500. Do you think yeah. you see the Giants sneaking in as a wild card? I could see that. I could definitely see that. Yeah, again, uh, so as far as winning the NL West, that's not happening for the Giants. I think Giants fans have accepted that. I've personally (laughs) accepted that. But, like, again, I could see the Padres sneaking in. I still kind of think the Dodgers are going to win it, but I think the Padres will be the only people that are are the only team that's close. But (laughs) I can see the Giants sneaking in for a wild card. I can definitely see that. Um, For one, Buster last year opted out of the season because of fucking corona so shout out to him right so he's back now so for one that's really doing a lot of favors because right now there's a lot of young guys on the team and so buster is like a good veteran to have there to help out these younger guys who are trying to figure it out um and he's already had two home runs on the season already so you know he's fucking he's obviously he's getting up there but he's still fucking producing so that's cool (laughs) to have him back um, and, you know, there's a couple other guys that are back. Johnny Cueto, who pitched uh, their opening day last Friday, and he's been great. He was recovering last year, and he was able to pitch two solid games already um, and led them to the sweep this past weekend. But, yeah, so there's some guy, there's some good guys that are coming back, and there's some younger guys that are coming up that I think will continue to develop. And I don't think the wild card is out of the question. I, I, I do not see them winning the NLS, though. <laughs> Yeah, so t- I mean, man, what a you know it's it's rough being a San Diego fan right now if you're a Chargers and uh, you know Padres fan because you have two freaking Titans, you have two like let's be honest here, the Chiefs have are, are the team to beat in the AFC. You have yeah. that, you have Patrick Mahomes in your division, and then you also have the Dodgers who have just are absolutely stacked. Right, but I think the thing the Chargers and both the both the Chargers and the Padres have going for them they have very talented rosters, very young rosters, yeah. and also they got two absolute studs out there. Even though Tatis is injured for the moment, but you know what? I think Tatis can go take his time. I want him back healthy because we're gonna need him later yeah. on in the season. Um, also, and I quick- think they. Sorry, go ahead. So I know I, I was gonna say I think the Padres are lucky too that they're able to yeah definitely don't rush if he's back, but also that they have the depth to where they don't need him back right away and they're able to like get him that time versus being like when is he coming back when is he coming back mm-hmm. obviously fans want to see him back but like they have guys able to fill in those positions and be really probably starters on other teams so exactly so uh, they're not. They're obviously missing him, but they're not taking a total loss. So it's good because it gives him more time to focus on getting healthy. Absolutely. You know what? The It's been the joke for so long. Hodges have the best farm system, <laughs> and yeah. but they just can't take advantage of it. But at least now we're seeing the depth. Man, I don't know what it is about San Diego teams. And you, know, I'm, I'm going to say it. The Chargers are a San Diego team, whether you like it or not. I, you know, I they're see LA. them as that. Yeah. Injuries are always the, I don't know what it is about San Diego. We can't keep our players healthy because uh, our pitcher Morjan is uh, he, he's out. I don't know how long. I'm gonna look that up real quick. 
But all I know is there, there's an in, we had an injury today. Was he pitching today? Yeah, he was the starter actually today. Oh, I see. Pulling it up. Very professional podcast, folks. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm not great. See, if this was football, I'd be off the top of my head. That's I'm not right. the Adrian Morjan. <laughs> um, the, the thing that sucks is he only threw 16 pitches. <laughs> oh, whoa. Wait, what happened? Yeah, I mean, we still pitched a shutout, which is good. Um, yeah. Well, see, and there you go. That, again, shows how great their bullpen is that fucking 16 pitches in, the starting pitcher comes out, and they're still able to pitch a shutout. It's really cool. I'm trying to see his injury, like the timeline. Um, That's really weird. I Something must have – maybe he landed wrong or something. That's weird that yeah. so quickly – it yeah, it is very interesting, and you know what? To be on, uh, let me hold on. Let me let me let me go to a San let me go to a San Diego news outlet. Um, so they're gonna they're still evaluating his injury, but you know what? To be honest, I'm glad it's not like you know during the playoffs last year where two of our starters went out right before the yeah. series with the Dodgers. That would have yeah. been rough. Um, so for the love of get your injuries out early, Padres, get them out early. Right. That's what I was going to say, like even Tatis going down now, which thankfully it doesn't look like it's going to be anything crazy. He doesn't need surgery or anything like that. But like the fact that it happened sooner rather than, yeah, midseason playoffs, you know, it's better that it happens now. Absolutely. Uh, do you have anything more on the baseball size, Marissa? I don't really think so. Uh, since we last recorded, the Giants only had one series, which again, they swept. Um, there you go. Yeah. Pretty solid stuff. Nothing crazy, you know, just barely getting done. like three to one scores like across the board. Pretty, you know, run of the mill games, but still sweep. So I'm fine with it. You know what? The Padres, man, I don't know if it's a mental thing, but uh, either our bullpen absolutely shuts them down and we're barely scoring two or three runs or we just it's like slam Diego. It's insane. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's insane. we won the, the no hitter three nothing and then we go up. Then we win seven to four. And then we went oh, to really? nothing. Yeah. Oh shit. It's it. The Padres, man. It, they, they, they. That's the only thing that scares me, man. I think it's a mental thing. You know, they yeah. stop hitting or they, they, they don't feel the. But also, it's a good thing. Maybe when they feel the pressure, that's when the bats start going. But right. you know, I'm happy right now. They're seven and three. Great way to start off the season. I'm really. Mm -hmm. I can't stress this enough. That Dodgers, that first series. I'm gonna be watching that one close. I might even sit down and watch when part is, of a game. When is that series? I gotta look. You know? Let me look it up. We yeah, because I'm trying to think. I don't even know when the Giants play the Dodgers. That has to be coming up soon here too. Let me look it up. Thank Let's God, see. like podcasting was developed like during like the internet age. Can you imagine like being on the radio <laughs> doing sports talk and you don't have like Google ahead in front of you? You gotta like know that you gotta read. Get out the freaking paper out. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I was gonna say you gotta bring out today's newspaper. <laughs> okay, so the Padres uh, have a four-game road set in Pittsburgh against the Pirates. And then the Dodgers. So we have four games against the Pirates. How are the – again, guys, I'm terrible when it comes to baseball. How are the Pirates? Can you give me the like Pirates, a good man? The Pirates, I believe, are pretty solid. I'm trying to think. Uh, I they're, they're definitely not bad. I would say the Texas Rangers are worse from what I know. But again, my – okay, yeah, the Pirates won today. They beat the Cubs 7-1. to one. Ooh, okay, So there that's you go. Good. Yeah. By uh, the way – the pod, the Dodgers series. Good luck, San Diego, getting tickets to that because it's on a weekend. It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday series oh, against okay. the Dodgers in Peco Park. Good luck getting tickets. I'm gonna have to hit up my dad see if he can scalp some, or I might have to. 
find a old, a very friendly old man who's into young boys. <laughs> and, then, and then give me that old man's number, though, because I'll probably okay, if he's not, I'm okay, I'll give. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wear a wig. Tell me you can bring bring your other friend. <laughs> yeah, the Pirates beat the Cubs yesterday, also eight to two. So the Pirates are on a little run here. They're going for it, man. Yeah, uh, so, so that's so fun. Good luck, Pod. Those games are always interesting. Even last year, I, I watched uh, the few Padre games I watched. It was usually against the Pirates, and they, they played them pretty good. So, interesting yeah. game. So we got the Pirates the next four games, and then that home series against the Dodgers. Man, if we could at least win one game, I'd be happy. You know, if we could win that series, that'd be amazing. I mean, I'll, we're not sweeping the Dodgers, but it'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, are you ready to get into the NFL? Yes, I am. All right, let's I, go. So here's what I did. Here's what I did. So because last week you had like ten trade or ten fucking mock drafts, I what I did is because I figured whatever ones you made would have some crazy fucking trades. I just did one straight through. I did a straight through. Like let's say, and I know no trades are gonna happen. There's there's obviously gonna be trades, but I just made one straight through. Like the picks as they are. Well, that's actually what I wanted to do. I want to do one mock draft with trades and one mock draft with no trades. Okay, yeah, I didn't know and, trades. And do do we want to go straight into the mock draft or do you uh, – actually, let's go straight into the mock draft because I'm – damn, I, I, I love I'm these mock drafts. Yeah, and then like the conversation draft. will kind of go from there. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Let me and we're gonna. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go to 14 picks. We're gonna go to the Vikings. Um, okay. And don't worry, I'll get the 14th one. I'm gonna give you the 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 odd ones so you can pick for the 49ers. <laughs> I'll let you pick for the okay. 49ers. Okay. I just, man, I have I've heard some mock drafts where they're taking Justin Fields over Zach Wilson. Which, to be honest, I if I'm starting in New York, I'd rather have Justin Fields just because he's played at Ohio State. He's at a higher level. And to me, he's a more freak athlete. I like Zach Wilson too. I just don't understand why Justin Fields were just throwing him away like chop liver. Like clearly he's the number two quarterback in this draft class. Yeah. I like don't at me. Like, like I said, he is this year's Justin Herbert. People are doubting him. They're saying, oh, he can't, you know, he's inconsistent. He can't step. But then you're watching that Clemson game, and I'm like, are you guys not seeing the tape? We're in a four four four. He's got abs like he's look he looks like an athlete, you know? Right. Yeah, I think the I think the Jets would be crazy uh to pass up on Wilson, but I think that if they do, they go Justin Fields. But okay. See, this is okay, so I'm taking the, the odd ones. Yes. So that's the problem with the with the New York media is once they get <laughs> something in their head, you know, they can't let it go, you know, like it. And, and to me, I mean, it's a good thing, too, because I feel like the New York media was really fair to Darnold. I mean, I even heard some pe – a lot of people wanted to keep Darnold. So yeah. um, we will we will see. Okay. All right, hold on. I'm writing it all out right now. Again, very professional. Um, <laughs> first three. I, I just have it in my notes app, so I'm not that far off. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm abbreviating the cities now. Man, if Bengals take Jamar Chase, I'm going to – I really hope they take Jamar Chase because then Panesu will be available at 13, but then the Chargers could right. trade up. Right. Or they can get uh, Rashawn Slater. So I have more on that later, but we'll uh, – okay. Man, I think Atlanta should just take Kyle Pitts. 
the see that's the problem when you have generational talents in drafts. Sometimes you you pick a player that's going to be amazing for your team, but like you know, it might not be the best need. You know, right? But you're just taking it because you're like, well, I gotta fucking take this. Yeah, player. it's a, it's an insane. Like Dallas wants to trade up for Kyle Pitts. They do not like. Sure. <laughs> if you're Dallas, right. you're, you gotta score 40 points to win with your defense man so you, they're like you know what we're gonna go all offense screw it but man right. <laughs> dude i'm not lie though if kyle pitts goes to dallas i'm picking up uh dak prescott on my fantasy team for oh, sure shit. there's no way yeah. that's number one offense by the way yeah agreed I'm almost. I should have just had this written out. God, I'm I am terrible. <laughs> I should have this memorized to the draft board. I've been making so many mocks. I literally fucking worked on this mock for like two hours. Jesus, <laughs> you went deep. I well, I literally went all thirty-two fucking picks. Like I just went through the fucking you went all shit. thirty. I just want to do top fourteen. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. The Bucks are picking at thirty-two. Well, or Kansas City yeah, picking up. Well, I was like, I was like, I should go fifteen, and then I was like, you know what? I went fifteen. Let's just go all the fucking way. Let's just see in my fucking fucked up no trade draft how this would go. Yeah, it was not fun. Once I got past like 14, 15, I was like, this is so stupid. I was like, this is so dumb. What am I doing? Yeah, I just, I know all the like, because it's not that I'm not great with college football either. So I don't know a lot of the prospects. And Mm -hmm. I know what most teams need, but like the first 14, I know like very well, like too much. Um, But anyway, Marissa, you have the very first pick of the draft. Who are the Jags drafting? Trevor Lawrence, obviously. I think that's pretty. I think most people would say that. I think that's kind of – I don't know why they wouldn't take him at this point. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Trevor Lawrence is literally going to be franchise-proof. I think you can literally put him yeah. anywhere and he'll be successful. Uh, he is – to me, he looks like Justin Herbert. Like, not just because of the yeah. long hair, but he's <laughs> he's fast. He can throw on the run. Like, first off, anyone who thought Justin Herbert was going to be a bust did not watch his tape. The dude is mobile. He can throw the ball. Trevor Lawrence is the exact same way. And to be honest, Trevor Lawrence has even like 80% of Justin Herbert's rookie season. They're going to be satisfied. I think he will. He's one of the best prospects to come out. And, you know, Chris Sims, uh, analyst who was high on Herbert last year, had Wilson over Lawrence. Let's stop with that. Let's not get cute. Any team yeah. in the NFL, unless you have, a, you know, a Herbert, uh, uh, you know, a Mahomes, a Rodgers, would take this kid. He's a, he's a beast. He's going to be a star in the NFL. Okay, number two, the Jets. <laughs> My rule for this mock draft is I think of two things. One, what are these teams really going to take? And right, two, right. if this is someone they could take, who's the best talent? Yeah. If I was being honest, okay. I like Justin Fields better. He, okay. he is like Cam Newton with a better arm. He is fast. He is strong. He can throw on the run. He has great leadership. And people are like he can't he can't look past his first reads. I watched that Clemson game. He was going to like his fourth reads, man. And yeah. th- 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 I think, listen, I think there's a little meddling going on. I think someone in the top like ten and twelve. I was actually listening to the Pat McAfee show, and they theorized that Bill Belichick is behind the scenes. Like, yeah, this Justin Fields <laughs> kiss isn't good, so they can trade down. So he falls yeah. high enough where they can trade down without giving up too much. He has, like, Twitter accounts on, like, Twitter and Instagram, like, just shit-talking. I love Justin Fields more than Zach Wilson because Justin Fields feels like a better natural athlete than Wilson. And Mm -hmm. while, you know, there's tons of – like, most quarterbacks who are great right now went to a smaller school. 
I just like Justin Fields better. He looks what the NFL is. But that being said, it's the New York media. So at number two, I think the Jets are going to take Zach Wilson, who I still think can be great. But Robert Solomon, that's the, that's the X factor. Yeah, I mean, I think the Jets actually have a decent roster and their GM can draft really well, but we will see, man. It's all about that coaching. Okay. Yeah. I, I had the Jets taking Zach Wilson too. Okay. <clears throat> Mac this is, Jones, you know Mac what? Jones, Mac Jones. And here's the 49ers better fucking draft Justin Fields. I swear to God. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna literally cry. I okay, but here's the thing. So obviously I want them to take Justin Fields, but let's say again, I have the Jets taking Zach Wilson, but let's say they did end up taking Fields instead. I don't think they're gonna do it, but let's say they did, then I think at that point the Niners have to go Zach Wilson or Trey Lance. I kind of feel like they would go Zach Wilson at that point. At that point, I don't give a shit. They're both solid fucking picks. But um, just not Mac Jones. Not Mac Jones. That's He's not a, he has a dad bod. He looks terrible. Like, Brady yeah. didn't have a dad bod. He was just skinny. Um, mm-hmm. I really uh, see Kyle Shanahan wants Mac Jones, and that bothers me. I mean, dude, you saw his pro day. You saw him overthrowing receivers like Jimmy G in, in the Super Bowl. You I mean, come on. Right. See, this is what I'm saying. Mac Jones is fucking Jimmy G 2.0. Like, we did that. Didn't work out. Let's move on. I really – it's better for Mac Jones, to be honest, if he falls. Because then I think he could yeah. – if he falls out of the first round, I don't think anyone's taking him until New England. If New England can get him, yeah. I think they take him. He works great in the Belichick system. He is a great system quarterback. He will not win you games. Why does the 49ers want to move off Jimmy G? Number one, injury, right? He's he's glass, right? That's where they want to move off. Number two, he's a physically limited quarterback, and he works great in the Shanahan system, but he is physically limiting, and you're going to take the most physically limited quarterback in the draft. Phillip Rivers has more mobility than Mac Jones right now. <laughs> you might as well knock on old Phil's door to go play. 49ers are a win-now roster, and I'm yeah. sorry. You need someone who can play now, and to your point, Trey Lance to me is extremely talented, but to me, he's like Josh Allen. A lot of raw talent needs coaching. Yeah. I don't think Trey Lance could play this year. I don't think he can. I'm not saying I he could, couldn't, but, but Trey Lance could. He, I, I don't want to put him in. Justin Fields, you could play right now. I could totally see exactly. him playing right now. Exactly. So I like Justin Fields or Trey Lance. Just, I mean, I think Trey Lance has a higher ceiling. But I think Justin Fields is a more ready-to-go quarterback. To be honest, they could easily make a run in the playoffs with a Justin Fields. Because I think I Jimmy G, they're going to start him. He's going to get hurt by week two. <laughs> yeah. Or, or and this is the absolute best-case scenario for the Niners. Say Jimmy G starts, and, he, and they start, you know, six and three, right? They start six mm-hmm. and three with Jimmy G. Okay. They're easily getting a first-round pick for him. They trade him, they get a first-round pick. Boom, put in Justin Fields. There you go. I agree. I agree. You're telling me the Bears wouldn't take the phone call? You think Andy Dalton's the solution? You're telling me Denver wouldn't take Jimmy G right now over Drew Locke? You're telling me Denver in a division with Derek Carr, Patrick Mahomes, (laughs) and Daddy freaking Herbert wouldn't want a quarterback that can at least compete? There's so many teams that need a quarterback. You're telling me no one – you're telling me Booty Scoot and Cam Newton ain't going to get hurt? You're telling me Bill (laughs) Belichick wouldn't give a first to get Jimmy G back? (laughs) 
So yeah. I think I think Jimmy G going back is a real possibility for sure. All right, it's my turn now, Atlanta. See, every fiber of my being says Atlanta should pick right now. Should trade their pick, right? If there were trades allowed in this mock draft, I would trade. Because I'm sorry, Atlanta, you need a defense. Matt Ryan is just not the problem. He's really not. Yeah. Their line is decent, so I don't think they'd be taking a Panay Sewell. The problem is you can't justify taking any – like there's no Chase Young in this draft. There's no like insane defensive talent that's going to be transcending. I hate to do this. I think you have the same pick I do though. They got to take Kyle Pitts. I'm sorry. They got to take Kyle Pitts. He's that good. Atlanta is going to go the Dallas route. They're just going to score 80-point game. Here's here's what Atlanta needs to do, okay? At halftime, they got to look at the scoreboard and flip the score. They got to pretend mentally that they're down three scores. So that way they don't – they don't. I thought the Chargers were bad at blowing leads. Then I saw the Falcons. (laughs) But Kyle Pitts, this – Listen to this receiving core. Julio Jones. He has health concerns, but he's a top five receiver. Calvin yeah. Riddle, top 10 receiver who could easily be a top five. Mm-hmm. And then you get Kyle Pitts. What are we talking about? Who are you going to guard? Who are you going to guard? <laughs> like, who are you going to guard? Dude, Matt Ryan is going to make an MVP run if he gets Kyle Pitts. I yeah. I strongly believe they're going to trade out. I don't think they get Trey Lance. I'm, if I'm if I'm being honest, I don't think they get Trey Lance because Matt Ryan's got two more years on his deal, right? And he's still a Matt Ryan's a top ten quarterback. Why would you get rid of Matt Ryan? He is not the reason you're losing. You guys have a paper thin defense, so I'm taking Kyle Pitts at four, and then Marissa go for Cincinnati. Who who are they grabbing? Are the Bengals going to bangle? Or are they going to make the smart pick? So again, this is a mock with no trades. So, uh, so you might die when I say this, but again, this is a mock with no trades. I think they take Vanessaul. That, to be honest, that is the smart trade. Uh, smart, sorry, exactly. sorry for them. You got to get Vanessaul. Did you see exactly. Joe Burrow get absolutely annihilated? You need. They did not spend money on the O line. And to be honest with the Chargers, we're a left tackle away from having a great O-line, right? We just need that left yeah. tackle. And the thing I love about this draft is um, it's tackle deep. Um, mm-hmm. So you have the Chargers pick, but uh, that's, a, that's a point I wanted to make. Oh, I, I think I think if the chart, if Panay Sewell and Rashawn Slater are gone, I firmly believe the best thing the Chargers could do would be to trade back maybe get an extra second round pick. If they could trade back and get a second round pick, they can get a really good corner in the first, or they could either get a really good corner in the first round, which I think if they like, say they trade back, I'm trying to think of teams uh, that might want to, you know, trade back and, you know, get like a, you know, a better player. But if they could trade back five or six spots, they could probably get, you know, they could probably whatever good tackles next, they could easily probably get in that spot. And then they could go two corner, you get two second round corners in this draft would be amazing. Or you get a stud corner in the first round. Then you get two more picks. You get your oh, you get your tackle, and then you can even why not go guard? Get some depth too. Yeah. So I I think you know I a hundred percent agree. Bengals fans make some calls. Do not let them <laughs> get Jamar Chase. I get it. He's a great talent. Yeah. Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert were the hits of last draft. I saw Joe Burrow play. Kid can play. 
you need to get him protection because or else he's gonna be like Andrew Luck, just beaten up and done. Okay. <laughs> get Burrow. Look at what the Chargers did. Look at what the Chargers did in free agency. They yeah. made Coy Lindsley the highest paid center in football. They got two really good guards. Like the Chargers are trying to protect Justin Herbert. Say what you want about the Bolts. They're trying to protect Herbert. Um, mm-hmm. so anyway, my pick, Miami. <sighs> this one's a no-brainer. I thought Kyle Pitts might fall. If Atlanta traded, I think Kyle Pitts would have fallen to this point because I don't think okay. Cincinnati – Cincinnati's going to get Jamar Chase or a Panay Sewell. I think Miami is going to get Jamar Chase. And here's why. If Tua doesn't get to the playoffs with this roster, he's out. Yeah. Tua was the least impressive rookie to me because I guarantee you if the Dolphins take Herbert, they're in the playoffs. They're 12-14 and 14 with Herbert. Yeah, they ain't putting in Ryan Fitzpatrick when you got Justin Herbert. <laughs> Tua, I think has potential. I really do. He's he's very accurate. He's a good leader. He's a good guy in the locker room. But he's not athletic. He doesn't have a cannon for an arm. I just don't see a lot of special with Tua. Like Josh Allen struggled, but you look at him like, dude, that dude's got a cannon. There's potential, yeah. you know. Tua was winning games throwing less than a hundred yards, and I'm sorry, that's not how you win in the NFL. Because my thinking is this. How is the team going to look when you got to pay the guy? I guarantee you when the Chargers have to pay Justin Herbert, he's still going to be winning games. Because Justin yeah. Herbert can make magic happen on his own. The Bengals, when they got to pay Burrow, he's going to be great still. Because he makes plays happen. Tua does not make plays happen. He can blow off script. And I'm sorry. You have a great coach. Brian Flores is an amazing coach. You have a top 10 defense. And you have a pretty good – they're not stacked offensively but they got some weapons they got Mm -hmm. Devontae Parker who's amazing he's a he's a great top 15 receiver you got Will Fuller who when healthy is a burner you got Mike Gusecki who's a great tight end and then I don't know who the the running back's good I I don't know the running back stuck in my head so you get Jamar Chase you have a stacked receiver core decent O-line and you have a great defense and if Tua can't win he's gone he's definitely gone I agree. And with the and with the trade that they made with the 49ers, they have extra first round picks. So they can go yeah. maybe potentially trade for a quarterback, or they could draft one, they can move up, or you know, maybe they can get an agent quarterback, or they bring Ryan Fitzmagic back and win a Super Bowl. Come on, <laughs> should not have cut Fitzmagic. The dude was spectacular. All right. Okay. So You're on have... with the Lions. Okay. With with Anthony Lynn as the offensive coordinator. <laughs> And a, okay. and a head coach that wants to bite your kneecaps off, and Jared Garf <laughs> fix this this dysfunction with a first round pick. Okay, so I think that so I had the Dolphins picking Jamar Chase too. I think that if they didn't, I could see the Lions going Jamar Chase. But again, because they're already off, I see Jalen Waddle. Mm. What, what get- are your thoughts? You got to give – I a 1,000% like this pick. They got to go receiver. Yeah. Their, yeah defense, their defense needs a lot of help, but it's a deep draft. This is a very talented draft. I think it goes pretty deep. You can't get Jared Goff with that O-line and no weapons. Kenny yeah. G's gone. Who, who? Yeah. They got a great tight end, and DeAndre Swift is very good. They got, they got a decent O-line, a great tight end, and a good running back. They have no number one receiver. Yeah. They need yeah. to give Jared Goff because they're going to look really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> when 
Actually, I think don't they have a? I think they have a first rounder later because the the Rams traded their first they, round pick. They have a first rounder yeah, later, I right? They do. I believe so they, they get, do. They can address the defense later in the first round, which is a smart thing to do. This yeah, team could get good fun. very quickly. This team could get very good very quickly. They have a lot of picks. You're gonna look so dumb when Matthew Stafford is getting MVP votes and the Rams are leading the. I'm sorry, I have the Rams winning the NFC West because. I don't know what's going on in San Francisco. They might take Matt Jones. I think the the Seahawks are still good, and I think Arizona's still a year or two off. But they're going to look real dumb if Maddie Stafford is slinging the ball and they still got anyone. Okay. This pick is extremely, extremely hard to pick for me. Me too. Because Trey Lance is still on that board. Exactly. And if you talked to me a week ago, before they got Sam Darnold, uh huh. <laughs> this might not sound realistic, but here's why I am gonna go the Carolina Panthers with the eight pick in the draft select Trey Lance. Me too. <laughs> I thought I okay, was. Here's why. Crazy. Here's why. I feel bad for Darnold, right? Uh, yeah. And- I this I really think this is very unlikely to happen now. Yeah. Just because, you know, they got Darnold, right? They got him, and he's been so beat up in New York. They want to build him up, right? They clearly like right. Sam Darnold. Right. But right. in a year, they either have to exercise his fifth-year option or they got to pay him. Exactly. Here's why they t- – here's how I would sell it to Sam. Be like, Sam, listen, we, we got you this – you know, we got you through the trade. We're going to have to pay you next year, right? If things don't shake out, we don't want to be screwed, you know? Like, but if you do great, yeah, yeah. we will trade Trey Lance, right? Because here's what you could do easily. I heard it's not a great draft next year for quarterbacks. You develop Trey Lance, you got him in your okay. back pocket. It'd be like the Packers right now. They could go trade Jordan Love. They could get something yeah, for him. Yeah. They could trade Trey Lance. If Sam Darnold sucks, boom, you got Trey Lance. Now, in all fairness, they should take Rashawn Slater and make that line great. I mean, Sam Darnold, it's better than the Chatso line, but that's not saying much. Yeah. But I fundamentally believe Trey Lance, it's a good move. It's a security option because Carolina, since Cam Newton, has not had a great track record when it comes to quarterbacks. They need a guy that could possibly be a franchise guy. I think Sam Darnold could be easily, but Sam Darnold doesn't pan out. Mm -hmm. You cut him. And they just don't know. Yeah, they don't know. They just met the guy. He hasn't gotten practice. Nothing. So Trey Lance... As a security blanket. Interesting, you also picked that. But yeah, I that's could see literally Sean Slater too. That, yeah, that was my exact thought because I was like, you know what? Safety blanket, we have him, and then if if we don't need him, then you know, he's an asset to trade away. Yeah, because then you got a rookie, rookie deal, rookie contract. He's there's so many teams that would take that trade that, that would give a multiple first rounders. Not maybe not multiple, yeah. but a first rounder, maybe a few seconds and thirds. Okay, right now. Everyone in Denver is shitting their pants. They're angry. They thought, oh, my God, Trey Lance is here. Oh, my God, there you got a quarterback. <laughs> All right, Marissa, it's pick it's number nine. Now. Are I the said- Broncos going with Jones? No. Who are they going with? <laughs> I had them taking Rashawn Slater. They already have a pretty solid O-line, so I'm very interested to hear you this know- argument. I think that they could build depth. 
I think they could build depth. I don't think they go Mac Jones. But their defense needs help. Their defense is a lot of help. Then we got Kyle Fuller. I would have gone Mika Parsons. I would have gone Patrick mm-hmm. Sertain. Because Kyle Fuller, I believe, is only on a one or two year deal. So I would have them getting a young guy that could put that could learn under Fuller and then you know fill in, you know, so they don't so that way they don't have to pay Fuller. Um but right. I mean there's no elite O lines really anymore in the NFL. I mean, uh, you have Indianapolis, yeah. uh, Dallas still, I think. Um, but I'm not mad at your pick. You could always use a good tackle. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's what I think it wouldn't go to waste. But I do like that pick because now the Chargers you get a really good corner. <laughs> you got a Patrick Sertain. You got a J.C. Horn. You got that kid from Virginia Tech. I like it. Yeah. All right. Okay. In the in the next mock draft we do, I don't know if you want to do another one after this, but maybe we should say, yeah, I think we should do one more after this, just because I want to do one okay. with trades. We'll go crazy. We'll do one with trades. Okay. 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 Dallas is going to trade up to get Kyle Pitts. I firmly I believe that. that they are going to make a trade with Cincinnati. They're going to give up a bunch of picks and they're going to trade for Kyle Pitts because I think that's how literally how low they have to go. Because I think if they get to the third pick in the draft, right, and San Francisco dumbly picks Mac Jones, Atlanta's going to trade that pick. They're going to get an offer they can't refuse because then Justin Fields is still on the board. Trey Lance is still on the board. They're going to trade back. The only other team that I think could p- take Kyle Pitts would be Cincinnati. So actually, never mind. I think they, they're going to get on the phone with the Lions, right? Or the Panthers, okay. because I think Panay Sewell... No, sorry. I think Pitts... No, no. They had to get on the phone with Cincinnati, because I think Miami would definitely take Kyle Pitts if he dropped. So, they had to get on the phone with Cincinnati. So, now this leaves me with, what is Dallas going to get? Their defense has been atrocious. I know Jerry Jones wants something more flashy. Uh, I have them going with that kid, J.C. Horn. They need defensive help. So I'm having him go yeah. with J.C. Horn, who Richard Sherman called the only guaranteed hit as a corner in this draft. So I have the, the wow. them Cowboys getting better at defense. So maybe Dak won't have to score 50 points a game. Keep them competitive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got the Giants. Okay. <clears throat> so, okay. I have the Giants taking an edge. Ooh. I haven't seen an edge I- in the top 10. That's Or top 15. Well, yeah, well, is it the kid I'm from Michigan? Aziz Ojolari. Aziz Ojolari. What school is he from? Uh, that's a good question. Because there was an edge from Michigan I've been hearing hype about. His name's Aziz, what? Oh, Jolari. Jolari? Yeah. He's from Georgia. Who's the he guy are- from Michigan? There's an edge from Michigan. I got to look. See that again. I also don't go past the top 15, uh, but there's an edge <laughs> in Michigan that uh, got a little buzz. Okay. My internet is crap, but that's good because um, I, I am terrible. Remember the guy, uh, the Giants did just lose an edge. They, they did just lose an edge. So I think that's a great, yeah. I mean, they're not getting a receiver. They're already stacked at receiver. They got mm-hmm. Evan Ingram. They got Kenny G. Uh, they got, who do, do they still got? Okay, they got good receivers. That's all I know. And then you get yeah. Barkley back. They could definitely use a tackle, but I mean, that defense is good. To be honest, I think the Giants and the Washington football team should be favored to win this division. I think Dallas's defense is so atrocious, but I still think this is going to be a tougher division this year. I still think they're going to be the worst in football, but it's going to be better. I think you might have a winning team win the division this year. I know, crazy concept. 
<laughs> okay. The Eagles. Now. Okay. We know the Eagles cannot draft receiver for crap. They were ranked 31st in the last decade in terms of drafting receivers. And I'm pulling up his name because I always (laughs) – I know it's something Smith. I don't know if it's – I always say Devonta Smith, but it doesn't sound right. Uh, I think it is. Wait. I always get his name wrong. I believe yeah, Devonta. I was right, Devonta Smith. Yeah, for the for the young rookie, Devonta Smith. They have that young rookie stud in there. Um, they still got Emmanuel Sanders, who I think is a really good running back. It's got a decent old line. Their defense is pretty good, actually. And now Jalen Hurts has a weapon because Lord knows that Eagles wide receiver core is trash. To be honest, I think Carson Wentz is going to do so much better in Indianapolis now because looking at the dysfunction. And the lack of weapons. Dude, how do you not have weapons anymore? It's the <laughs> NFL. There's so many stud receivers out we there. we got to get it together. They have a burner. He's not going to be aggressive. He's not going to be a possession guy. But you have a burner in Devonta Smith. Okay. Marissa, now. the top two tackles are gone. <laughs> who, okay. who, am I bolts, who am I bolts picking? <clears throat> so... Again, this is no trades, so this is assuming uh, they didn't trade it for Penesol. Because I, um, I would have traded if 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 Penesol fell to the Lions, I would have traded up to get him. If Penesol's gone, and I don't think I don't think Rashawn Slater could is going to fall really. If yeah, those two are gone, like if Penesol goes at like I don't know, say they say say they wait back, right? If Penesol goes to Carolina at eight, I would consider just just getting Rashawn. Slater. I think he might actually fall. If not. I mean, I like Christian Darisaw, but I think you just fall back. I would get a second, like I said, maybe another second round or maybe a third and just, you know, look, get a tackle later in the first round. I could see that. And then you get stud corners in that second round. Anyway, who the Bulls Assuming, Assuming they stayed, I said Darisaw too. Christian Darisaw. I don't hate the, I don't hate the pick, by the way. I think Mm -hmm. he's still, I mean, he's the number three. There is definitely a gap. I mean, I feel like it's Penesul generational tackle, yeah. um, and then you got and then you got you know Rashawn Slater, who definitely looks like he's going to at least be a Pro Bowler, and then Christian Darrisaw, who's good, but you know, right? Doesn't, like, pop off. I'm I'm not great at evaluating like off great evaluating <laughs> offensive line talent. From what the experts say, uh, I wouldn't mind that. Okay, Minnesota. Okay, they need line help. Mm-hmm. Their defense, I think, got better when uh, acquiring Patrick Peterson, and they're going to be better this year. They played much better the second half of the year. Their defense kind of came together, uh, and this division is not tough. When I say not tough, I mean not easy to win because you got to go through Aaron freaking yeah. Rodgers twice a year, but not tough in that your competition isn't great. I mean, look, they're playing Jared Goff with, with no one to throw to, and – they have the Bears with Andy Dalton, who are a very limited team, in my opinion. I think, I honest to God, think they're gonna they would win more with Mitch Trubisky than Andy Dalton. I mean, Mitch Trubisky is more athletic, and he's Mitch Trubisky. You can win. He was Matt Nagy was winning with Mitch Trubisky. Um, so I have the Minnesota Vikings getting the guard tackle hybrid Elijah Vera Tucker from USC. Me too. Right? We have a very yeah. similar run. Yeah. Elijah Vera 
Tucker. All right. I think this was a lot more realistic than the mock draft we did last episode. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> um, I had a freaking – I had Trey Lance not even in there. <laughs> He's definitely yeah, going to Yeah, we were down at like 13, 14 pick. And you're like, Trey Lance is still there. I was like, <laughs> I think Denver – I should have had Denver taking them for sure. Denver would have totally taken Trey Lance. Okay. All right, ready for mock draft? We're going mock draft 2.0, folks. 2.0. Okay. Heavy episode. And then we'll get into <laughs> a Chargers segment, and then we'll be done. I'm sorry, folks. There's not a lot of, like, NFL news right now. That's not – Yeah, there really isn't. I mean, it's just throwing out draft ideas left and right. Oh, the only NFL news right now is a uh, freaking – who did Deshaun Watson be creepy to today? That's the only NFL news. Oh, right gosh. <laughs> okay. So here's how it's going to work. We're going to reverse it. I'll get the evens. You get the odds. Top okay. 14, okay? I am writing it all out right now. Wait, you mean you get the odds, I get the evens? Yes. We're flipping it up. Okay. We each get one trade. Oh, okay. Marissa, okay. I will give you the first trade. Who is trading? And you have to say how many picks or okay. players they would give up to get that. Okay, let's see here. Mm. I think it okay. I think Atlanta is a trade partner. I think Atlanta and Cincinnati, I would look at them in terms of potential trade partners. And Denver Yeah. Yeah, I would I think I would go with the trade that we talked about not too long ago. Uh, Dallas trading up for Kyle Pitts. Ooh. What what position are they going to go to? Are they going to go to four in case Atlanta doesn't give a quarterback, or are they going to five? They're going to four. They're go- Wow. Jerry's breaking the four. Okay. Jerry, four. Jerry spent some time away from the strip clubs. He has money to spare today. <laughs> He just doesn't give a fuck about defense anymore. It's like, nah, we're gonna, we're gonna, doesn't give a we're gonna have the anymore. number one offense number 32 ranked defense. Because why Let's, not? Because why not? I would watch the Cowboys every freaking week if they had Kyle Pitts. Would that be so fun? That, that's a first. I would draft him first round in my fantasy league. I'm in a keeper league. I would draft Kyle Pitts first freaking round if he went to <laughs> Dallas. My God. And Dak Prescott would be round two. That's what I'm saying, dude. That would be so fucking cool. That would be stupid stacked. I mean, they're gonna yeah. go six and eleven because their defense is gonna give up a thousand points a game. But still, I mean, that's just amazing. Okay, what are they gonna give up? Are they gonna give up a player, or are they gonna give up draft cap, or both? We're gonna give up. We're gonna give up draft capital. How we're, many? More? Okay. <sighs> Okay, so obviously mm. they go. Atlanta goes to ten. They're gonna switch picks. That's the first yeah. one. We're gonna go to ten. Yeah. And man, that's six spots. Yeah, that's what that's, I'm trying to. That's at least a first rounder, a second rounder this year, and then next year, I think Atlanta's gonna get another. I think they get another first and another second, and then potentially uh, a few <laughs> thirds or fourth. Fuck, this is so fucked. <laughs> Dude, they're giving up their future. They're mortgaging their future. <laughs> Jerry and Jones is a hard That's at least two first rounders, in my opinion, and, and multiple second rounders. I could see that. You know what? Yeah, they're fucking. They're going all in on Kyle Pitts. They're giving away. They're basically the whole future for Kyle Pitts. But wouldn't it be fun to watch, though? <laughs> That'd be a great. 
Okay, so do you want can I can I give you the the value I would say? They yeah, give yeah. up a twenty twenty because the only thing Dallas would have to trade would be receiving talent, and I'm sorry, yeah. Atlanta has an abundant of receiving talent. That's not what right. they need, and they right. clearly they don't have a lot of defense to give either. So they're giving up <laughs> yeah. a first rounder twenty twenty. They're giving up a yeah. first, their second, and their fourth this year, and next year they okay. gave up a first, a third, and a fourth. So they're giving Fuck. up six picks to get Kyle Pitts. Shit. Okay. Can I make my trade now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cincinnati is okay. about to have a freaking payday. Okay. Because while I'm thinking, old Bill Belichick, man, when he liked to move up. I know, I know the Patriot way. They will ball out. Belichick. They balled out, quote unquote, but I think they paid really good money. They they didn't get too extravagant. They paid good money for good players. They didn't ball. They didn't ball out. Who else needs a quarterback? Chicago. They're not moving up. They they're still haunted by fucking Trubisky. Right? They're yeah. not even close. They're gonna tank with Andy and get a better <laughs> pick. Next year. Okay. Denver is in the prime place to trade up. Denver needs needs a quarterback because right now in their division, Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the NFL. Justin Herbert, PFF, ninth a rookie behind the 32nd rank offensive line. He gets a coaching upgrade, an offensive line upgrade, and he's a 4.0 biology major. He doesn't go clubbing. He rides birds with his boys. Herbert has potential to be a top five quarterback this freaking year. Okay? That's two top five quarterbacks. Okay. Derek Carr, top 12. I think he's top 10. <laughs> he saves the Raiders from being completely irrelevant. <laughs> Drew Locke's not even top 20, boy. Not even top 20. He had the worst completion percentage in the NFL. That roster is so talented. They they have Melvin Gordon in the backfield, who's a solid back. They have Noah Fant. They have Jerry Judy. They have a and Cortland Sutton. They have a very talented offense. Young, too. They need yeah. a quarterback. So I have Denver. Okay. The Broncos. Trading from number nine. Okay. And by the way, Cincinnati should take this deal because while you might not get – they could still – I think they get Panay Sewell if they drop to number nine because the only other team that would need a tackle would be Carolina, and they might not even take Panay Sewell. So yeah. they can get – and they get Rashawn Slater too, who I think fits their system better. So Cincinnati trades up, gets traded with, with Denver, who moves – to the number five spot. Okay. And what does Denver give up? Okay, I'm looking at Cincinnati. They do need a little bit of defensive help. Mm-hmm. I think Denver gives up one of the te- – no, nah, I can't see them giving up players. I think they give up – what else could – Cincinnati could use a receiver. Okay. This is going to sound crazy. <laughs> Denver Broncos. This give up a 2020 third round, fourth round, a 2021 first round, <laughs> and wide receiver Cortland Sutton to the Cincinnati wow. Bengals. Because now, <laughs> no, 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 hear me out. Now they replace AJ Green, and now they can get an elite left tackle. That's a way better deal than just getting a tackle. So now, yeah, that's true. 
the Bengals have Cortland Sutton, the ninth pick, <laughs> an extra third and extra fourth in a first round. You think I'm crazy, but this is such a quarterback-heavy draft. Now, yeah. granted, it's only dropping four spots, but right. Denver would pay that price. You know, since if Dallas trades with Atlanta, they know they're not getting another quarterback. Multiple teams are going to offer, so they're going to bump up their offer. New England is going to bet, bet, I guarantee you, and the fucking Bears are definitely going to. So, Denver. So, those are our two trades. So, now let me read out the draft order. We have the Jags, the Jets, the 49ers, and then fourth and fifth picks got traded. You have the Cowboys, the Broncos, and then you have Miami, the Lions, Carolina, the Giants, the Eagles, the Chargers, and Minnesota. Also, I would like to point out now that the NFC East has three of their four teams in the top 12 picks. And if one team didn't have to go to the playoffs, would all be in the top 15. Yeah. That division is a joke. And meanwhile, the (laughs) NFC West exists, and that's just not fair to anybody. Sorry, Cardinals fans. You're in the toughest division in football. All right. (laughs) This will go fast. I don't explain as much. Number one, Trevor Lawrence. Need I say more? You're on the board, Marissa. Who are the Jets taking? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. (laughs) All right. San Francisco, I want to troll you so hard and take Mac Jones. I'm going to mix it up this draft, though. It's back. (laughs) I think the 49ers go for the higher ceiling. Jimmy G's going to play a few games, so they're not going to have to rush him in. Okay. I have the 49ers taking Kevin Moon. No, I'm kidding. I have them taking. <laughs> like, whoa, wait a minute. That's Trey, not where I Trey Lance. I have them taking Trey Lance. Yeah, okay. That's good. I like that. Okay. How about okay. them Cowboys? Okay. Trade it up to four. The Cowboys. Yeah, they're getting Kyle Pitts because we're living the dream. What if Dallas doesn't trade down high enough that they go to five and Atlanta <laughs> says, fuck it, we're gonna pit, we're gonna take Kyle Pitts and they're sitting at five. Like, we can't get Penny Sewell. We're gonna get a left tackle under contract. Who the fuck are we gonna get it for? We're gonna get Jamar Chase. Dallas is gonna have another, they're gonna have the most elite receiving. They already have a great receiver. They're gonna have the most elite yeah. receiving group of all time. You like imagine Cowboys to the moon. Jamar Chase. Uh, Amari Cooper, Michael Fuck. Gallup. Those are three ones in my opinion. And then who's the who's the kid they drafted last year? Judy went uh, to the Broncos. Uh, fuck it wasn't Henry know. Ruggs. Who they? Who the? Let me Google it. Yeah, look this up. He was good for him. CeeDee Lamb. They got C- CeeDee oh. Lamb, Jamar Chase, Michael Gallup. They can't even start them on the field. They'd have to go yeah. spread offense five wide every freaking play. You can't get all that talent on the field. Michael Ga- like that's insane. That's that's still insane. <laughs> even look at CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, who you are all number one receivers. Then you get Kyle Pitts. Who are you covering? Who are you covering? Yeah. The Chargers have to play Dallas, and I'd be like, I would talk to Herbert, like, all right, here, buddy, you're gonna have to score 50 points today because there's no way, there's no way they would, pull. dude. Joe, they gotta give Joey Bosa some amphetamines, be like, dude, go sack, him. 
go twist his ankle. Go twist his ankle, bro. <laughs> yeah. You gotta get you gotta injure Dak Prescott. <laughs> That's gonna be a rough game. We're gonna win, but it's gonna be like every Dallas game of the game. It's gonna be a real dirty win. <laughs> every time every Dallas game, bet the over. That's all I'm saying. Bet the freaking <laughs> over. They're gonna be in shootouts and they're gonna have the artillery for it. <laughs> okay. Okay. The Fuck. Denver wait, so where are we at now? Denver, baby. Oh, we're at Denver right now? Okay. So I already think the AFC West is the best quarterback division in the NFL. I know the NFC West is pretty good because you got, you know, you got you got Russell, you got Matty Stafford, you got Kyler Murray, but now the AFC West is officially the best quarterback division in football. Cause the Denver Broncos, unfortunately, I really pray to God this doesn't happen. They take <laughs> Justin Fields. <laughs> Oh, I'd wow. rather play Drew Lock twice a year than Justin freaking Fields. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not I'm, the man ran a four, four, four. Man ran a four, 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 and he had abs of steel, and he can absolutely sling the ball. Good luck. I think it's going to be a carousel of people winning that division. Yeah. Good luck competing in that division. My God. Okay. You got Miami. Um, All okay, those got Miami. Miami. Come on, you know who they're picking. I, well, I said Jamar Chase. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's what I would pick too, Jamar Chase. He's okay. Like, yeah. I was like, wait, <laughs> yeah, Jamar Chase, obviously. Their defense is absolutely stacked, and now you have a elite receiving core. It goes from good to great. Jamar Chase. Okay. Yep. I got the Lions at seven. <sighs> they need a receiver. Yeah. They go Jalen Waddle. They absolutely need a receiver. They're, they're, they have no one to throw out there. All right. Carolina. Sam Darnold. Sammy Darns. A great uh, def- a good defense. Sammy Darnold and pretty good receiving weapons. What are they picking up? Okay, fuck. Um, okay, wait. Who did you say took Trey Lance? Because I had in my – who? 49ers took Trey oh, Lance. Oh, yeah, that's Third right. Day. That's right. Okay, Mac Jones fuck. is on the board. <laughs> Mac Jones is still on the fucking board. Okay, yeah, because I, ha- I in my original draft I had them taking Trey Lance. Um, fuck. Okay, so Mac Jones is still on the board. Justin Fields is gone. Wait, Zach Wilson is still on the board? No, he went to the Jets. <laughs> oh yeah, duh. That's okay, automatic. Um, Lawrence yeah. and Wilson. We should have just started at three and beyond. We didn't know who the yeah. first one going to be. <laughs> Come on now. There's no mystery. Um, you know what? What if they fucking did take Mac Jones at this point, though? Oh, I don't know to pick. <laughs> Marissa, they're not. They just got Sam Darnold. No, no. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't want them picking Mac Jones. <sighs> they're not taking Um, Mac. No, absolutely not. Fucking crazy. Uh, fuck. Okay. Wait, who the fuck is still available? Okay, they their needs are tackle. They have a good yeah. receiving core, and they could uh, they could uh, a. They, they don't have a great – they have a good, not great cornerback room. So right now their top needs are corner and line. Okay. And you have a okay. generational talent still on the board. <laughs> I'm trying to look at who the fuck is still on the board. I feel like that's where the fuck – okay, There's hold on. a lot of good receivers. No corners have been taken and no tackles have been taken at this point. Wait, Panay Sewell still on the board? Yeah, he's still on the board. I was trying to tell oh, you. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, fucking Panay Sewell. Yeah, I, I was think... trying to go back. I have like my original notes, so I can't see like who the fuck is still here. Okay. Yeah, see, I could totally see uh Rashawn Slater falling. Totally. I could totally see that just because yeah. you know 
I think Panesul could easily drop to this point if Cincinnati traded or didn't take him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't see him getting past Carolina. There's no way they gets by. They need a left tackle. Now you get Sam Darnold. He has a gr- good old line now. He has great receiving options and a decent defense. He has a shot now. And now Carolina's roster is looking damn good. And they could easily do very well in that division. The Saints yeah. are descending, and Atlanta has no defense still. So, I mean, minus the Bucks, it's a it's a similar situation to the Vikings. There, there's a clear cut number. They could easily be the clear cut number two. Yeah. Okay, so the Bengals. At this point, the top two receiving talents are off the board. There is no tackle, no tight end on the board. They need a tackle. I'm sorry, Bolts fans. They're taking Rashawn Slater. Okay. I actually, in some, in most mocks, I see them taking Rashawn Slater <laughs> over Penetul. I, I actually think they like Rashawn Slater a little better. I had them. I had them taking Rashawn Slater. Okay. Okay. Atlanta traded back. Okay, also, we traded back now. Also, the reason I picked a tackle is because now they have Cortland Sutton on that oh, team. Yeah. And I'm picking mm. him up in my fantasy because Cortland Sutton and Joe Burrow, it's a great combination. Let me see here. Number 10. If I'm being honest, I was this Atlanta. Is the Falcons. I, yeah. Okay, okay. If I was in, I'd even trade back even further because they need defense. They could easily get a, a really That's good. That's kind of what player. I'm looking at here. I would I'm trade like, back I'm... to like 16 or 17 because there might be, you know, a team. I mean, there's not really players I think people would trade up for at this point because um, mm. there's a, there's, the receivers are still good. You can still get Devonta Smith. Uh, you could still get, you know, Elijah Bear Tuckett, Christian Derisaw. Um, yeah. Defense, you could get a stud. You could get Mika Parsons. You could get, um, you know, Patrick yeah. Chetain. JC Horn, that's right? That's By the way, right. if you ask if you ask me, uh, Atlanta's needs defense, not even a specific yeah. position. I think minus I nose tackle, their entire defense. I agree. You know what? <clears throat> let's go. Let's go, Mega Parsons. I like that pick. Yeah, because to be honest, there's still so much cornerback talent out there. The yeah. Casey Hayward. Is still out there, Richard Sherman, who will come to the Chargers after the draft. I am manifesting into just <laughs> still on the board, and Mangrum, who has not been successful in free agency, they could easily pick him up. That this defense could get good very quickly. Unfortunately, I don't know Atlanta's cap situation, so I don't know if they have the money to get him. But I love Mika Parsons. You have a young linebacker mm-hmm. to kind of lead this unit. Um, I love the pick. Okay, my turn. The Giants. They really need a tackle, mm-hmm. but the top two are off the board. They don't need receiver. The running back's okay. great. Their front seven, decent. You know what? In the NFL, there's two positions on defense that really matter. Edge and corner. The NFL is less linebacker-centric. It's less nose tackle centric. I had the Giants taking an edge. I think they're going to go corner and make that defense elite. Here's why. I'm looking around in in their division. Do you see one great defense in that division? Hmm. Maybe the Washington football team. Sorry, scratch that. There's one great defense in that division, the Washington (laughs) football team. That's it. Okay. 
Look around the division. There's one great defense in that entire division, the Washington football team. The Eagles, good, not great. Dallas, non-existent. And then I look at their schedule this year. They're playing the AFC West. Kansas City's a yeah. top 15, maybe. They lost a few pieces. The Chargers, I think, are probably the toughest division in the West with Brandon Staley, and I think they make moves in the draft. Oakland's non-existence. Denver's defense is still rebuilding. Meaning, they're going to need help against some powerful offenses because they have to go against Derek Carr, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and say what you want about Drew Locke. He puts points on the board. I have the New York Giants taking J.C. Horn. Okay. I like that. I don't know their needs specifically. I know I know they need a tackle, but Rashawn Slater and Panesua just got off the board. Yeah. So, I mean, I could have seen them getting Elijah Vera Tucker. I could have seen them getting a Christian Derisaw. But, man, that defense will be locked down. And I don't think they yeah. need much help on offense, to be honest. I, their offense, is, I think, is fine. Okay. I had the Eagles taking J.C. Horn before that. Okay, that'd be good. So let's see. But keep in mind, they have no receivers right now. <laughs> they have right, no one at receiver. <laughs> Um, okay, you know what? Hold. Uh, wait, did I already deal away Mika Parsons? I did, right? Yeah, you had him go to Atlanta. Okay. You know what? We hold, 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 hold. Uh, who the fuck... Okay. Wait. Is Devonta Smith still available? Yep. Okay. Fucking Devonta Smith. Fuck it. All right. Devonta Smith is off the board. Okay. I would love right now for the Chargers to trade back. You have the top two and potentially the top three tackles off the board because the Giants might have taken Christian Derrissaw. I think if those three were off the board, you absolutely have to trade back. Like either you trade up to get Sewell or you get Christian Derrissaw would be like the last tackle I would settle on. But if they're gone, trade back, get another second rounder, get loaded at corner with two second round picks, and then you have a first rounder. You can go get one of these other tackles in the back half of the draft. There is a stud, a stud right now at corner. The Chargers right now are a good second during away from being legitimate contenders. Not Super Bowl contenders, mind you, but legitimate contenders. Just because you're in the first year of a coaching system, I think it's very difficult to get to a Super Bowl that way. Yeah. Because you already have a stud at quarterback. You have great weapons and a very much improved O-line. And Herbert made it work with the 32nd O-line. This O-line, even without an elite left tackle, is going to be at least, I think, top 15. I can hope. And with that, Herbert is going to sling it more. And here's what I was thinking, too. 
But the better O-line, a lot of these play, these deep threat players, which the Chargers have three studs at the deep threat. You have Jalen Guyton. You have Mike Williams, who I think – who I looked it up. Hold on. Let me, let me pull up Mike <laughs> Williams' stat line. And I know it seems like he didn't do anything. Keep in mind. Keep in mind. He missed a few games. Here's a stat line. Eight receptions. But uh, 756 yards on 48 receptions. Most he was uh, he was 250 yards shy of a thousand, and at that pace, he probably would have been around 60 receptions. Most guys get to a thousand yards, you need around 70 to 80. He was getting there around 60. So he's a beast of the deep threat position. Mike Williams, while we draft him a little too high, still produces. And you give Herbert time. I swear, every time Herbert had any amount of time, he found a guy deep. Mm-hmm. Swear to God. You have Tyron Johnson, Jalen Guyton, and Mike Williams. All speed burners. Mike Williams can literally jump 50 feet in the air. He seems to do it on every catch, even a short slant route. The line is already improved. Okay? Your offense was already a top 12, is now going to be easily a top 10. Last year... You know where the charge defense ranked? 23rd. This was projected to be one of the best defenses in the NFL, but Derwin James got hurt, and Gus Bradley's system doesn't work unless you have star corners. The Chargers absolutely need a stud corner, and I think you can get a great value ta- uh, tackle later in the draft. I think once yeah. Christian, De- once you get, you know, you lose later and Panesu, all the other tackles kind of jumbled together. However, right now, only one corner's off the board. So I think the Chargers are going to get the Alabama kid, Patrick Sertain, the third. Boom. The third. And now the Chargers <laughs> have Derwin James, Michael Davis, who might not be the best coverage guy, but is a playmaker. Mm-hmm. Patrick Sertain is their number one corner. And then I'm trying to remember the other dudes. Uh, we have another safety that we just resigned. I, I forget his name, but he was promising. And now you have Joey Bosa. You have Nuchena Nuosu, who they did not utilize, but was a stud edge rusher. They gave him more edge rushers in the back of the draft. You have Linval Joseph. You have Kenneth Murray, who recorded the most sacks in Chargers history as a rookie. I'm sorry, most tackles. As a rookie, you have a solid linebacker. Your secondary immediately gets boosted up, and you have a decent pass rush, which I think will be elevated by the Staley system. That defense now is a number one corner, and now second round, you can go tackle and guard, or you can go tackle and get another corner or potentially a safety or an edge. Gotcha. Minnesota. Minnesota, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker. Elijah Vera Tucker. All right. I liked that mock draft, and it felt, honestly, slightly more realistic because we know Dallas is going to be Dallas. Yeah. I don't think Denver will give up Cortland Sutton. I think they just give him more draft capital, but I was getting a little crazy. So now, <laughs> let's look at the NFL after this. Now the Jets get Trey Lance, who, they're to be honest, I think they keep Jimmy G, and they don't trade him if that's the case. Uh, they keep them for you. Yeah. The Cowboys are now the most fun team to watch who will go (laughs) six and 11. (laughs) They will break. (laughs) Matt Prescott throws for 6,000 yards. They break every NFL record in terms of offense. But they can't make the playoffs because they have no defense. (laughs) 
Denver now makes the AFC West the toughest division in football because now there's four stud quarterbacks. Because I think Justin Fields in Denver with those weapons, with that line, with that good defense, I think is going to be very successful. And then Miami gives Tua some more firepower. He will either sink or swim. The Lions get more firepower for Jared Goff and Jalen Waddle. Carolina gets a steal at number – Panay Sword 8 is a freaking steal in my opinion. He's a generational talent. Cincinnati then gets a trade back. It's Cortland Sutton, a bunch of picks, and they still get a tackle, Rashawn Slater. Atlanta gets somewhat of a defense. They get Mika Parsons. The Giants get a great corner in J.C. Horn. The Eagles get a uh, number one receiver in Devonta Smith. The Chargers' defense looks threatening again, pending Derwin James' health. And Minnesota shores up their line with Elijah Vera Tucker. That was a great draft. Already an hour and 15 minutes in, but we got more. That was such a fun draft to do. That was very – I love doing mocks. It's so fun. There's going to be a trade tomorrow, and it's going to make us all look irrelevant. (laughs) I'm being honest. Okay. (sighs) I need you to change the graphics at the bottom. We're going to play a game. Oh, God. It's going to be called Phil Yes, named after Philip Rivers, or Norway. After I believe the Chargers' worst coach, North Turn. Worse because they let him run his course way too long. <laughs> he ruined LT's career. <laughs> ruined LT's right. career. Just saying. Also, I can't remember the last time the Chargers drafted a freaking tackle in the first round. That's insane, by the way. Yes, there we go. By the way, how insane is it? I legit, I don't, in my lifetime, I do not think the Chargers have drafted a tackle in the first round. Isn't that crazy? Really? We've had we not had an elite alliance since like 2008, 2009, and we yet to draft a tackle in the first round. I cannot remember the no. last time we drafted a tackle in the first round. I think that's nuts. That's um, crazy. Maybe in like one of those years when I was younger, I can't remember, but like I remember our last yeah, first rounds were I think it was like I think we got Jerry who we draft for? we got Kenneth Murray, Justin Herbert, which I think both were hits. Um then you had Jerry Tillery. And then, you know, I, I literally, I think it's been five, six years since we drafted a tackle. I actually hope I wouldn't, as long as it's a corner or a tackle, I'll be happy. As long as it's, if it's Sewell, if a trader for Sewell, Rashawn Slater falls to us. I don't mind Christian Darisol. I think he's great. I think he's the top of kind of like that, that pool. Um, Elijah Bear Tucker would be good too, because he's very versatile and Lord knows we're going to have at least one or two linemen go down because it's the fucking chargers. Um, (laughs) So I wouldn't mind if we get a, ta- a tackle or if we can get – if one of those stud corners is available, go for it. Yeah. So I was looking at the Chargers. And, Marissa, I'm going to make some statements. Okay. Phil Yes or Norway? <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> this is all the if, – if most of the line stays healthy. Okay. The Chargers get a solution, not the best. They don't need to get Penesul. Get a solution okay. at left tackle. This O-line was ranked 32nd, according to Pro Football Focus. This line, easily a top 15, as it is. That means Justin Herbert will have more time and there'll be more running lanes for Austin Eckler. So this is the statement I'm going to make. Justin Herbert, behind this offensive line, will have an MVP season. Phil, yes. Austin Eckler will be a top five running back in the NFL 
have a year like Alvin Kamara had last year behind this great O-line. If, again, this is if you say healthy. Yeah, yeah. Phil, yes. I could Jalen. What? Sorry. I, I was going to say, I could see that. I could see that. With more time to throw the ball, Justin <laughs> Herbert will find more deep threats. We know Keen Allen's one. We know Mike Williams is two. Will either Jalen Guyton or Tyron Johnson emerge as a solid number three option? Potentially, so I'll say Phil, yes. I Can, can I, I define number potential. three option for you? Can I define number three option for you? Yeah, yeah. Dallas has a solid number three option. Amari Cooper, Gallup, CeeDee Lamb. Okay. So I'm talking – okay, let me put it this way. With that increased production, will either Jalen Guyton or Tyron Johnson have more than 40 catches and 700 yards? Will either of those guys hit that number? 40-plus catches and 700-plus <sighs> yards. Mm, I don't know. They'll probably get 800 yards off of 10 catches knowing Justin Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> You don't see those guys all game and they'll catch a 50 yarder. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay. No, you gotta give me a Norway or a Phil Yes. Oh my god, Norway. <laughs> okay, there we go. Assuming the Chargers, let's say let's say okay, no free agents, right? Okay. And the Chargers are most likely projected to get a, a tackle. Okay. So they will probably spend their second. And a third, one of their thirds on a corner. Okay. So with two or three rookie cornerbacks, no other players added. You look at this defense now. Last year, this defense was out on Gus Bradley's system, which was similar to Seattle's. Seattle relied on very basic defenses, but they relied, they basically, the emphasis of their defense was their cornerbacks because they had an insane quarterback, cornerback room. Now, the Chargers two years ago had a great defense simply because Derwin James was healthy. And, um, you know, all their, they had Hayward in his prime and they had all these. Okay. So Gus Bradley's system didn't really work this year. They're the 23rd ranked defense, according to pro football focus. Now, if Derwin James stays healthy, cause that's the big F here. Derwin yeah. James stays healthy with Staley's scheming system. Will the chargers have a top 10 defense in 2021? Phil. Yes. Okay. I like Staley a lot. I do. At first, I was like, who the hell is this guy? But his, <laughs> the, what, he turned the 19th-ranked defense into the number one-ranked defense in a year. Now, you take the Chargers, who I believe had more talent than the Rams did back then, minus you know Jalen mm-hmm. Ramsey. And now you give him, you know, Derwin James, Joey Bosa. Yeah. What could he do? If he, starts, if he makes that 23rd-ranked defense to the number five, we're winning some games, boys and girls. Okay, so the Chargers this year feel like the Browns did last year. An extremely talented offense, a good young coach, but a very limited secondary. So my prediction for the Chargers this year is they go 11-6 and and win one playoff game. They get to the divisional round. That's okay. my that's That's my prediction. I don't know what happens then or there. We'll see. 
Do you agree with that statement? They're similar to the Browns last year where they have a limited secondary, but a very talented pass rush and a very talented offense and a promising young coach. Do you think that that is what will happen or do you think they will make the playoffs? Do you think they'll go further? I think I think you have a solid prediction. I don't think it's too much, but I, I do definitely think that they can get there. So I agree okay. with that, Phil, yes. Chargers fans, next year is going to be insane. I'm telling you, here's why, here's why. Staley will draft, or Telesco will draft a lot of young corners. You give them a year to develop. Next year, Chargers will ha- still have a lot of cap space because Herbert's on his rookie deal, and you'll have a lot of veteran corners whose contracts are up. Now that they, they took care of the O-line, right? That's taken care of. Now they can go get a elite, an elite corner, and another receiver just because of it. just like an ex- just you know just like an probably it's going to be Emmanuel Sanders probably because that that guy's on a different team every year. <laughs> the Chargers now have elite receiving elite receiver core and elite secondary. That's when we make our run. You have Herbert finally with a second year in a system. That's when we make our run. And also Mahomes' contract puts a bigger damper on the Kansas City Chiefs, so they have to let go of some players. Net twenty twenty two. The Chargers win the division and compete. Sorry, 2023, the Chargers compete for the Lombardi (laughs) Trophy and win the division. This year, they sneak in as a wild card. Okay, I got a few more statements. Okay. Okay, I kind of combined that one. If Panay Sewell drops to the Detroit Lions, the Chargers must trade up. Phil, yes, absolutely. Glad you said that. <laughs> okay. I think I think that might have been it. Okay. That that was it for Phil. <laughs> for Phil, yes, in no <laughs> way. Sorry, I thought I had more, but I think that was about it. Those are good ones, though. I liked those. Yes. Um, I'll have okay. next time. I should come up with uh, some Niner ones. I yes, think. I will. You gotta come That'd up with clever fun. names, though. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll think of something. Shanna, not nah. no, that's too much for <laughs> Shanna. No, <laughs> no, Robert Sia. Oh no, no. Or you can be like, that's Jimmy G. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jimmy G. Gucci G. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Before we go, I want to do one more segment on the Chargers. I want to look at this defense. Okay which I believe is the glaring problem with this team. Hold on, let me – I always freaking forget who the Chargers picked up. We got to – I'm going to write it down right now just so <laughs> I can remember. Uh, Kyler Fackrell. There we go. Uh, hold on, I'm just trying to write down all the free the de- we only signed two free agents on defense. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I remember the guy. Yeah, wait, hold on. Okay. I want I'm gonna do a quick deep dive into the Chargers defense right now. So I want to go over kind of the roster we got going right now. So 
Right now, in terms of our edge rushers, we got Kyler Fackrell from the Giants, who uh, I've talked to a few Giants fans. He's legit. He's a solid player. He's not going to be like a Chase Young crazy getting a lot of sacks, but he seems like he's a guy who's going to at least give you six to eight sacks here and be a baller. He recorded 10 sacks just two years ago. I think he was injured uh, for a few games this year. I think he only played five games for the Giants this year, but I've heard he is mm-hmm. a baller. Um, and then you have Linval Joseph, who I think was one of the best pickups we got last year. While we were still weak to the run, he definitely made an impact. You have Jerry Tillery, who played better, but I think needs to take a much bigger leap to justify his drafting. And then, of course, you have Joey Bosa, who I think is the absolute, besides Derwin James, the centerpiece of this defense. Joey Bosa balled out last year. He showed why he deserved his contract. The game that stands out to me was that Buffalo game. He had like two or three sacks. and was just an absolute animal. You Now, okay. When it comes to the line, the number one goal in the draft is to get an edge that can free up space. You're going to get him in probably like the third or fourth round. Get an edge that frees up space for Joey Bosa. He's getting double teamed consistently. And also, one thing that drove me freaking crazy about the Chargers was we have this guy named Nchenna Nuosu, who's an absolute stud of an edge rusher. He's number 42, and he was out in so many key moments in the game. He was rarely utilized, so I firmly believe that the Chargers need to draft another edge and utilize Nuchenna Nuosu more. Because, man, you have Nuchenna Nuosu, you have this Kyler Fackrell, you have Joey Bosa, you had another edge, now you have a great pass rush. Mm-hmm. Now going to the linebacker core. You got Kyler Fackrell, he's an outside linebacker, so they're going to move him back and forth. And you have Kenneth Murray. Now, Kenneth Murray, some call them like a C draft process. I completely disagree i think he was an a he was a solid pickup in the draft especially because we got him later in the first round i think he makes an even bigger rush and also he needs to be used in the in the blitz game more but the guy looks like an absolute stud an absolute cheat code i think the Chargers linebacking core is very solid i think it's kind of like the heart of our defense i don't know the other linebackers <laughs> sorry linebackers is not a very <laughs> sexy position anymore oh yeah. uh, uh kaiser i can't remember his name <laughs> If I, if I click a different tab, it's going to log me out. Can you still see me? No, yeah, I can still see you. Okay. Oh, this is a god. I've <laughs> I that's actually I good something. to know. Yes, but if you switch tabs, Kaiser White okay. and Drew Tranquil. Now, Drew Tranquil was legitimately hurt for most of the year. He we're getting him back, he's an absolute stud. And Kaiser White has shown that he can be an absolute baller. So the Chargers have a very solid linebacking core. That has never been the problem. It's the fact we have a very weak defensive line in terms of like people can just rush right through it. Uh, we weren't able to generate that much of a pass rush because Joey, Bo- Joey Bosa was doing it on his own because Melvin Ingram was in, uh, injured most of the time. And we got burnt a little over the top a lot because we did not have Derwin James. Now I look at the secondary, and this is where I have the most question marks. Nasir Adderley, solid, not a good player, but maybe Staley coaches him up. And that's the thing, scheme, 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 scheme. There were so many times I saw Michael Davis on a one-on-one. There were so many times I saw Nasir Adderley getting beat because he was the only guy. I firmly believe that the Chargers are going to understand they don't have the most elite secondary and, you know, try to, you know, give these guys some help, maybe bump the receivers in the line of scrimmage and maybe do the double team because the scheme right now is not working. Gus Bradley's was not working. We do not have elite lockdown freaking 
We have no one. We have no Jalen Ramsey. We can't just lock a guy on a Julio Jones, or we can't lock a yeah. guy on a Tyreek Hill and expect that dude to be shut down the whole game. Right. Now, in all fairness, we played the Chiefs very well, so I have hope. I mean, if you can shut down the Chiefs, you can shut down everyone. But the Chiefs came back because of two late-round passes. So Staley's in incite discipline in this defense because this the Chargers are the best first-half defense in the NFL, okay? Lockdown defense. But the second half, they gave up leads. When they brought their corners back, they still got burnt. When they played conservative, they still got burnt. This is why I think Staley will keep the gas on the pedal. So Nasir Adelie, good, not great, but I think could make a jump. And listen – Having to pick up the slack for not having Derwin James is going to be rough. Rashawn Jenkins was a good replacement, but he was no Derwin. Derwin James is a top three safety in the NFL. Now you have Derwin James picking up the slack. I think Nasir Adelaide is going to take a big step, and I really think the two of them as a duo work well. It's kind of like Nick Foles in Philly. He's a great backup, but terrible starter. That's how I feel yeah. about Nasir Adderley. So, again, this all hinges. The big question for the secondary, can Derwin James stay healthy? Now I go to Michael Davis, who is a play, is a baller, but I saw him get burnt so many times last year. Mm -hmm. I saw that name Davis way too many times on the back of jerseys. Can he make a step up? I really don't think he's a good outside corner. Now when it came to the short pass game, yes, he was an absolute dog. He is great in the short game, but he does not have the raw speed to be a great corner on the edge. So I'm going to look up the rest of the corners because those are like the most notable and then, of course, you have Derwin James. Now, if Derwin James can stay healthy, pay that man all the money he can. But because <laughs> guess where Jason Verrett, one of the best corners you ever drafted, is right now? He's with the 49ers doing great and not never injured. <laughs> Thriving. Yes. Thriving. So now the Chargers also have Chris Harris Jr., who he's he's a great – he's a veteran present. He's great. But again, he's a he's a slot corner. He's not that lockdown corner. So that is why absolutely the Chargers need to draft a solid edge corner, someone who can keep up with you know speed in the NFL, and a, probably another slot corner. And man, we really need Richard Sherman. So th that's kind of why I highlighted this defensive breakdown. Okay, the Chargers need an edge and corners bad. The, the secondary, there's no one on this secondary that intimidates me. Chris Harris is good. Michael Davis can make plays, and Derwin James is an absolute beast, but there are so many holes in this defense um, in terms of cornerback. Um, Marissa, do you have anything to add? Um, is there any is there any free agent corners you think the Chargers should go after besides good old Richard Sherman? I, I mean, I think Richard Sherman is a solid fucking – and it's so, it's so crazy, like, because obviously there was a time – you know, when he was a fucking Seahawk, and I was like, fuck Sherman, you know, fuck all that. And then, you know, once he's with the Niners, I'm like, oh, fucking love Sherman. So you hate to see him go. But I honestly think, I can't think of the top of my head of somebody that would be a better pickup, a better fit. And I think he would do really well there. I'm trying to look up available. Look up available. Free agent cornerbacks. Okay, Byron Jones. I think he's already went to a team. Wait, this seems like last year. This <laughs> <laughs> like is Chris Harris Jr. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm trying to look too here.
Mm. Okay, Kyle Fuller, he's been picked up. Darius Williams, I'm pretty sure they signed. They'll sign with yeah. I really wanted to get a Dory Jackson. Mm. Brian Poole from the Jets is still available, but again, he's from the Jets, so I don't know about that, Chief. Yeah. <laughs> Casey Hay. I'm so mad the Chargers didn't get Troy Hill from the Rams. That would have been such a I, I mean Brandon Staley, man. But he is 30 years old. He's a little later uh, a little older. Uh Steven Nelson from the Steelers, I think would be a great I don't think he's your solution at corner, but he would be a great piece to add. Um, I think we're on like the same list. Yeah. Because <laughs> I see the names at the same time. Richard Sherman at 19. I mean, I get he's older, but still. Mm-hmm. I think Sherman for one year just makes so much sense to me. I do too. And I don't want anyone from the ta- from the freaking Falcons get out of here. And then AJ, <laughs> I think AJ Bowie would be good. I've I've heard. I've I mean I've I mean we played Denver, so I know these guys, but. So, yeah, I really think the Chargers should go after a Steven Nelson. They probably get for really cheap, and then it's Richard Sherman. I mean, I just think signing Sherman makes so much more sense because, you know. I agree. He, I would not sign him to more than a year-long deal. But you get him for a year, you have to develop these guys, and then next year you already got the tackle position taken care of. You can yeah. go get a really good corner in the first round. So, anyway, that's that's all I have for this podcast. Anything else you want to add, Marissa? Any, any Giants, any 49ers talk you want to – Bring up. I think think that's pretty much it. Honestly, the only talk that Niners fans are really engaging in right now is just, I mean, let me bring it back. (laughs) 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 This is literally it. If you look anywhere, that's really anybody, that's (laughs) all anybody's talking about right now. Like, just no Mac Jones and specifically, please draft Justin Fields. But I literally that's that's all anybody's focused on right now because we're like please do not fuck up this third pick you fucking traded up for this don't fuck it up don't be Trubisky don't get Trubisky (laughs) (laughs) don't fuck it up go the go the safe smart route and that's pretty that's pretty much it okay one more game before we leave okay okay I'm gonna list one of the three available quarterbacks you tell me is assuming okay they start all 17 games. These are rookie quarterbacks. Okay. Give me the 49ers win loss. It's 17 games season now, so keep that in mind. Okay. Win loss. Okay. Mac Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go for the throat of you. <laughs> oh, wait, before you say, I'm oh gonna write God. mine down. I'm gonna write mine down, and you might not like it when I write it down. Uh, okay, this is 17 games, correct? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna like the record I, I wrote down. No. Oh no, I'm probably not gonna like the You're record you wrote like down. Wrote uh. Mm, fuck. This is barring major injuries, by the way. Like Kittle's healthy and Bosa's yeah. healthy. Yeah, every 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 day's fine. Zaddy Bosa's healthy. Okay. Um. You know what? I it's crazy because I really haven't even thought about what this would look like. Like I haven't let myself get to the point where I'm like, what would this actually look like for them if they? You know what it would be? It would be Jimmy G, 
slightly less talent, but on the field more. That's what exactly. Mac Jones is. Mac Jones is Jimmy I, G. He's exactly. Jimmy fucking G. But without the training from the Patriot system, he's also way uglier than Jimmy G. Yeah, Jimmy I was gonna say also way uglier. <laughs> Jimmy's gorgeous, but he's not the he's not the movie. He needs Anyways. to play a quarterback in a movie. But he'd probably that's, get hurt halfway through shooting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not gonna finish the movie because he got hurt halfway through shooting. He <laughs> to shelve the movie. <laughs> um okay, fuck. I okay. I don't know why I can't, <laughs> I feel What's like I can't come with a legitimate answer because I don't know when you first said that this is so off and I don't think it would be this but the, when you first initially said that the first number that came into my head was fucking it was a record <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna laugh if it matches mine or it's far below it <laughs> I think it's gonna be far below it I think it's gonna be far below it hold up hold up hold up what's the record oh fuck right now you're subtracting 17 from how, <laughs> yeah, I'm subtracting. a very low number I'm guessing <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. Marissa, 17 minus 3 is 14. <laughs> you know what? I you know what? I wasn't going I wasn't going that low. I was going to say I was going to say 6 and 11. You're going to hate mine. You wait, wait, can you see that? <laughs> oh my god. Listen. Shanahan oh has a terrible record without Jimmy G. <laughs> That's honest. He's not the genius I think everyone thinks. With I fucking love Kyle saying, Shanahan. Mac Mac Jones has been in a system where he always has the best receivers and the best defense. <laughs> Guess who right, he's going right. to be? A system with great receivers. You got you got Debo Samuel. Who are you? The, who, I don't actually Debo. know. Debo. Who? Who? The, actually, who do you guys have a receiver besides Debo Samuel? I know you guys got Raheem Mostert, who's an absolute stud. Yeah, fucking love Mostert. I, you know what? You know what though? I think it's so funny that it was literally fucking flipped. <laughs> well, this defense, if it stays healthy, is so elite. Like, I'm sorry, they're not going six yeah. and eleven with Matt. Because, I mean, Mac Jones doesn't have to be elite. He, like Jimmy G was never elite. Jimmy G wasn't the reason they won games. It was running the ball and throwing it efficiently. The reason they exactly. were terrible last year is most of their team was hurt. Mac yeah. Jones is going to distribute the ball. He's gonna he's gonna find the open guy. I mean, he's his first read's probably gonna be open because it's probably gonna be a dump off to Raheem Moser or Debo on a quick slant route. And then you got George yeah. Kittle and you got a Brandon great defense. Ayuk. He's going from Alabama to Alabama. Oh, Brandon Ayuk, I forgot about him. Yeah. Who'd you guys send to the page? Oh, I know you okay, I remember. Um, but you got Brandon Ayuk who's promising. You got Debo Samuel, you got Raheem Mo you have a talented roster. He's going from a great team to a great team. So he'll be good. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He'll be good in that yeah, system. Yeah, I yeah, that's what but I, when they it have makes to sense. pay him, if anything goes wrong, if anyone gets injured, they have to pay him, then yes, they're gonna be six and eleven. But if everyone stays healthy, they're eleven and six and in the playoffs. <laughs> I'm sorry. That that roster. Oh good. my god. <laughs> All right. You're not gonna like my answer for this one, probably. Trey Lance. Okay. Trey Lance. Oh, Trey Lance. Okay. Trey Lance. Okay. 
They're gonna draft Mac Jones and go eleven and six. You're gonna call me and just screaming, "Fuck you!" Oh, oh crying. <laughs> I. She's gonna okay, lose Trey Lance. Uh, Trey Lance. I'm trying to think now because <clears throat> now is this is this Trey Lance all seventeen games? Is what you're saying? Yes, I'm saying okay. every quarterback all seventeen games. Okay, 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 and everybody's healthy. Yes. Um, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go twelve and five. You're not gonna like my answer at all. They miss the playoffs <laughs> and go eight and nine. No! But boy, this is this is a no! seventeen game. This is a seventeen game. <laughs> Trey Lance from no. a smaller school. It's gonna look like Josh Allen in his first year. It's gonna look a lot like Josh Allen. You know, yeah, a lot of it. That's but he's gonna he's gonna show promise though. He'll be like, wow, this kid's yeah. a stud. I have the Niners. They They'll start out time. two and nine. It's rough. There's questions. Don't guess what happens. Everybody's though. like, they, what the fuck? They, they finish six and zero. Oh. They finish six and zero. Oh. There's hope. And then next year, Trey Lance is a stud. Take he's a top off. ten quarterback. But that's because it's going to be rough. He's transitioning into the NFL. I think – I'm sorry, Mac NFL. Jones already played for an NFL team. It's called Alabama. <laughs> All right. Put the graphic back up. Woo! We're back. <laughs> In the third pick of the 2020 NFL draft, the 49ers select Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields. All the morons who put Mac Jones in the third pick are fucking crying and <laughs> shit in their pants. Ah! How did you not know it was a joke? <laughs> How did, like the 49 fucking Shanahan smoking a cigar? Like, can't believe these dumb fucks thought we were taking Mac Jones. They make a bunch of dumbasses trade up to get fucking Mac Shanahan, Jones. Shanahan smoking just some absolute gas on the side. <laughs> <laughs> The okay. Jags take Mac Jones first over. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine? Yeah. The I mean, NFL would fucking implode. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're like, I'm actually going to opt out of the season. Justin um, Fields. Okay. Justin Fields. You know what? Fuck it. We're going 14 and 3. That's actually going for. See? What did you say? Let me. Hold on. It was the bottom one right there. 13 and 4. Okay. Yeah. I, here's out. why. Justin Fields, I don't think will have Justin Herbert's arm or like his, his like reading ability. But also, Justin Herbert didn't have Kyle Shanahan, that offensive line and that defense. The 49ers taking Justin Fields will be like if Miami took Tua last year. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. if Miami took Justin Herbert last year. Right. What that t- <laughs> Justin Herbert on the freaking Miami Dolphins. Goes 14 and 2 with yeah. that defense and those weapons and Brian Flores as your coach. I mean, granted, I think Chargers have better offensive weapons, but defensively, Miami was better, better yeah. special. Oh, let's not even talk about the Chargers special teams. Miami's special teams was way better. Their defense was much better, and his offensive line was much better. So Justin Herbert probably would have gone 14 and 2 and like fucking won the Super Bowl. Justin Fields 
the the 49ers win this division. It sounds insane to be honest, but I think people <laughs> way overlook Justin Fields. The I dude, think so too. The dude can throw on the run. I've seen him make multiple reads. He took he made Clemson look like a freaking joke in that in that game. I think Justin Fields is the second best quarterback in this draft. I think he's I think it's gonna be him and Trevor Lawrence are gonna be the success stories. I think Zach Wilson it's gonna be rough in um in New York. Sorry, Zach Wilson fans. And then Trey Lance, man, he's got to develop. I love him, but he's got to develop. Yeah. And I think a team's going to rush him. He'll be good him. once he develops, but yeah, yeah. He, needs that, he needs that time. So I think Justin Fields – okay, so I'm going to go over it again. I was much higher on Mac Jones than you. I have him going 11-6. <laughs> and six. You know, but you, you gave a more realistic option, though, for the first two. That made that made more yeah. sense. Yeah. And then <laughs> I'm sorry I had Trey Lance going 8-9. Great finish to the season, but rough at the beginning. I could see I, that though. He doesn't really fit Shanahan's system quite well. And then 13 and 4, because Justin Fields, this kid can ball. All right, Marissa. It's been an hour and 50 minutes. I have yet to shower after the gym. I stink. <laughs> oh no. I stink. <laughs> and I got somewhere to go with my lady. We're gonna do a little late night beach run. Oh, how fun. How yeah. fun. Gonna get caught for streaking. It's gonna be <laughs> Girl get arrested. Gonna yes. get arrested a couple hours. If I, I want that getting arrested kind of love, you know what I mean? <laughs> that Bonnie and Clyde shit. Absolutely. <laughs> well, this is a really good episode. I liked it a lot. I love. I am digging this podcast format. Me too. I am digging this. Like everything Look. that's going on here, I love it. Oh, also, I got into that program. I'm gonna be going to New Jersey. In like five or six months, so this is perfect really? for that. No, no, but you oh, know it is this perfect for that. Yeah. And when I'm in New Jersey, I can be like, yeah, I went to a Giants game. I got stabbed five times. <laughs> By the way, it's another I was, day. I was looking at the Chargers. I was like, okay, maybe I can catch them because they're playing the NFC East. Guess what? Their two home games are Giants. What? The Giants and the Eagles, the two closest games to me. Oh my god. <laughs> And they, uh, I think they play the Washington. I think I can go to the Washington game. No, no, never mind. Sorry. There are two um, home games of the Washington football team and the Giants. I think they play Dallas and the Eagles. So I'm going to have to get murdered at a Philly game because I'm pretty sure if I wear this at a Philly game, I'm coming home. Oh, it's coming man. home red. It's You're coming done. home red. I'm just going to, I'm just going to mention the name Carson Wentz and get a bottle smashed <laughs> across my head. But and and once they're beat, maybe. Once they're beating Philly 28 to 14 with two minutes left, I'm going to be like, yeah, Jalen Hurts, huh? He's the future. <laughs> <laughs> Control the world. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Marissa, this was a great podcast. Can't wait to discuss. I really hope the trades happen next time because I really want to update my mock draft. Yeah, same. All right. Should I do the outro? Yeah, do the outro. You're going to have to hang up the thing, by the way, because I don't know how yeah. to hang this up. This has been the Double Take Podcast. I've been Jordan. You've been Jordan? <laughs> I don't fuck. I'm terrible at outros. I'm Jordan. Marissa. <laughs> I was don't- Marissa. You know, who knows who I'll be next week. Don't forget to follow us on our show- social media. I'm at Juicy J Rod. My my, it's, it's it should be on my name. I'm pretty sure. It'll at, all be linked down It'll at the Juicy J Rod. So links in the bios for everything. Thank you guys for listening. Um, 
I had a great time, and hopefully, is it gonna be on YouTube? Yeah. What's up, YouTube? You get to see my messy face, my messed up camo, my messed up hair. And <laughs> Justin, Daddy Justin, if you're listening, I'm wearing your clothes. Ew. <laughs> Reported, take it off YouTube, and. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me end this.